but the universe kind of like shows you and guides you all the time. And then if you have to fight for something, then probably it's not working for you. Hey, hey, I'm Danielle Ryan, and this is Adulting 101. Being an adult is stressful, and this podcast was specifically designed to help you navigate the crazy world of adulthood. So buckle up, and let's get into the episode. I would like to begin today's episode by acknowledging the Indigenous peoples of the lands that this episode is being recorded on, in particular the Chippewas of Rama and Wata Mohawk First Nations. While we meet today virtually, wherever you're listening in from in the world, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge the importance of the lands, which we call home, and wish to honor Indigenous history and culture and commit to moving forward in the spirit of reconciliation and respect with all First Nation, Métis, and Inuit people. Hello, my beautiful, wonderful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It is the end of July already, which just seems absolutely insane to me. And if you're on my email list, then you know, because I say that in like every email. Oh my God, where's the time going? But seriously, where's the time going? Okay, enough of those run-on sentences. I am so excited to be bringing you this interview. I have connected, I mean, I always have the pleasure of connecting with some pretty incredible people, but this interview in particular was with a couple of wonderful ladies located right here in Ontario, Canada, and I am just so inspired by the work that they are doing. If you have not heard of the Girl Gang Canada, you need to pause this episode, open your Instagram, and look them up right now. Our conversation was truly inspiring. And I am so grateful I had the opportunity to chat with them. We talk about a ton of different stuff about adapting through change, you know, running a business in a pandemic, the importance of really figuring out why it is you're doing, what the heck it is you're doing, whether that's in life, whether that's in business. And we had this wonderful conversation about the power of finding a support system to get you through the hard times. So without me wasting your time, let's go ahead and jump right into the interview. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. Thanks for having us. This is so fun. I've only ever interviewed um, two people at the same time once before. So (laughs) I love that you both were available to come and chat with me. And I'm really excited for you to introduce yourself to the audience. We're excited to be here. You go first, Jenny. Introduce yourself. Oh, hi. I'm Jenny. And (laughs) one of the co-owners of the Girl Gang Canada. And I'm excited to be here. And I'm Katie, the other co-owner of Girl Gang Canada. I'm very excited to be here. I love that. So would both of you, one of you, love to explain how <laughs> the Girl Gang got started? So the Girl Gang started as your local Girl Gang. We're in Sarnia, Ontario. We had a little um, booth in a market, a co-op market, actually still where we are. We're just on a second level and we have the whole space to ourselves now. So we've Moving grown on up. Yeah, we've grown a little bit. We were just going to, we had this little nook in a corner and we just wanted to sell vendors items and on consignment with but as a collective without, we shared the rent and we shared the marketing and we shared all the tools. So it was cool for all of us to be able to come together and sell together. I love that so much. So do you both have sort of like an entrepreneurial background or was this more of just like a passion project that you started? I have um, another business. It's called Knack Shop. So I do custom signs and custom apparel. So that is where this started from. And Jenny kind of came into the picture a year and a half later and her background is marketing. So we, that's a good mesh and that's how we've, um, our relationship is. Amazing. Now, did you see like a need for this or I'm just very curious as to 
what that sort of inspirational spark was to go after it. So I had two children under three at the time. So when I started doing my custom signs, I was at home, I stay at home, mom, kind of doing a side hustle and could never think of like ever owning a store or running a store or anything like that. So we put our stuff in consignment at a different shop, but unfortunately that shop went under and a lot of us lost a couple bucks and we came together, we ganged together and decided, you know, let's try and do this and do it right and not have those issues that we learned during that loss and protect each other and grow together and try this again with the knowledge that came with that. And then how did you come into the picture, Jenny? So I guess about a year and a half ago there, I guess there was like another little shift in the company. There was a shift in management, I think as well. And I think Katie and the previous owner saw a need for marketing and a need for maybe like to kind of step up the um, online presence. So with my background, which is in content marketing um, and social media management, I was like, okay, well, I have an idea. Like, let's try to, you know, shift from like this brick and mortar to a digital marketplace. Um, And it kind of came at the time where COVID happened. So it was like really kismet and perfect timing that we built an online platform that was supportive to like multiple products. And, um, with that, yeah, like I just stepped in and, and, um, now it's just Katie and I, and we have all of the members and we've managed to grow it a little and it's been, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I stepped in. Katie and I have known each other for so long, like since high school. Um, so I've always been an avid like girl gang supporter and shopper. And I've always been there to like watch it grow and just loved it. And that's kind of how I wiggled my way in and was like, hey, I kind of like this. Like, can I help? So, so yeah, that's, that's how it all happened. Yeah. But at the same time, we never envisioned where we would be right now. Like it was dreams, it was goals, but the plan wasn't there to be where we are now. So we were just like the little booth and selling stuff, but the feedback and all the fire behind us and all the women behind us were like, no, go further, go further. And it was like, I can't, like, I'm a one person. There were two people like, I can't go further. So it was like fate that Jenny came in was like, I can take you further. Hold my hand. <laughs> Here I come. And, and that's kind of like where we're at now. I love that so much. And I'm like laughing as well, because in my business, I'm a one man show. And a lot of the times people ask me like, Oh, Danielle, like you should do this and you should have this offer and you should do this. And I'm just sitting here like, you realize it's just me. And I only have so many hours in the day. Right. Like it's just, I feel like when people aren't involved directly in that there's like a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And this happens out in like anything in your life on the outside, an idea can seem like it's very simple and straightforward. And when you're the one executing it, you're just like, it's not that easy. I think a lot of our members also, because they're building small businesses and they're just one women shows as well. We've like had this experience and like had so many failures where it's like kind of nice for us to be like, Hey guys, like, don't do this or do this or like, here's how to outsource or whatever. So yeah. Learning through experience. And I really love that sort of atmosphere of community that you're creating. I felt really compelled to reach out to you because I feel like even just from like watching you on Instagram and seeing all of that, it's like very much, you can tell that 
your values are rooted in building this sense of community and helping like other small business owners understand that we can do this collectively. It's not like a me versus you sort of situation. I would love to know what that's sort of been like over the past year, especially with COVID and stuff, how you've been able to really foster this sense of community. It's been tough. I think Katie's really good at, um, managing relationships in person. So like with the brick and mortar, there was a lot of members who would come in and and Katie would just like spark up conversations with them and talk about product. And like, you know, there's a lot of, um, strategy behind selling in other people's shops. So when you have somebody to back you, like a shop owner to back you and, and say like, you know what, this product's not working. So let's try this one instead. Um, I think it's really awesome and really supportive, but when you go online (laughs) and we had to learn how to go online, like we had no experience. I don't have experience in e-commerce. Like most of my experience is in service-based. So I was just like, oh yeah, so easy. And then you get into e-commerce and you're like, whoa, this is a different this is a different energy altogether. Yeah. It's been a shift. It's been a, it's been interesting. And and the membership trying to support that in a digital capacity has been interesting as well. But I think just like asking feedback and like getting people and, and updating members, like constantly, if we're making a strategic move, like we want them to know like, Hey, this is what we're thinking. Like, what do you guys think? So I think that helps too. just asking them and trying to spark those conversations. Yeah. And being resilient enough to be willing to figure it out, I think is huge. And that sort of translates into like literally anything anyone does in their life. If you're going to make a drastic change or you're dealing with a global pandemic, it's like, okay, I need to be able to think on my feet and also not allow myself to get caught up when I try something and it doesn't work. Because I'm sure that you guys have experienced that a lot, not just with the pandemic, but running a business in general is very much trial and error. Would you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. And like you see all these Instagrams that are flourishing and you're like, Oh, I wish I could be like that. But behind the scenes, it's like, what's really happening, you know? And at least we can talk to each other about that instead of being like, Oh no, I'm great. Everything's fine. I did all that, those photos and everything I could do the content. It's all selling really quickly. And it's like, you know, Hey, actually I had a failure and don't be afraid of that. And we can talk about it. It's like, what do you think didn't work? What do you think we could do next time? What do you think would help this or benefit all those little things that you get afraid to talk about and in your business life that like we have this little community now it's like, no one's scared to talk up anywhere. It's like, Hey, hi, (laughs) right here. I have a question. And it's, and so that's nice. And I think that approach also translates again into like life in general. And I talk about this a lot on this podcast, this idea of like, we all sit on our phones, especially the last year, because we have all this time at home and it's like, I'm watching everyone else's perfect life sitting here being like, well, why isn't that happening for me right now? And it's like, it gets so easy to get caught up in that comparison of like, this person's doing this, this business is doing that. And being able to, I guess, like pull yourself out of that and understand that okay, this is what I'm building. This is the project I'm working on. So where should I put my focus to get me closer to that goal? Has that been something that you found yourself getting caught in, especially like with the pandemic and everything on the internet? I find we keep setting goals and then we 
set new goals and then we set new goals and then we set new goals. So it's not like we're reaching for the stars. We're, we're building a ladder to get to the stars kind of thing. I think too, Katie and I, we've been trying to be a lot more mindful lately of chatter and noise and like background noise. And as much as like, we have this really awesome Instagram community as well. Like we kind of stay off of it. (laughs) We have other members that help support like our um, social growth and stuff like that. So Katie and I kind of get to be able to like, just chat in the DMS and not necessarily scroll feed or like put ourselves in with our competitors and be like, Oh my God, they're doing so many things. And usually when one of us starts being like, Oh, like I heard this about somebody's talking about us or whatever. The other person's like, yeah, just shut it up. (laughs) We don't need that. So I think it's been awesome. It's, it's easy when you're single focused, like you're just one person and you're like seeing it and you're in it and you're like that imposter syndrome kicks in. But like when it's the two of us, like just talking, I think it's really nice because it's more creative and less about competition which is kind of cool yeah and we're so supportive with each other too so it's like when she's feeling down it's like okay that's my time to like pump her up pump her up like we got this support you and then if I'm feeling down or questioning that stuff she's like no girl like think about this think about it like this and so we get to turn it around for each other which a lot of people in a soul entrepreneurship don't always have and in the community that we have around here we get that too yeah and I love that sort of network that you've created, even just amongst yourselves, because I feel like anything, regardless of whether you're building a business, you're pursuing like a passion project, you're working on some secret project when it's just you, it's so easy to get caught up in your head. And I'm always like advocating to people, especially through the podcast. Like if you're finding yourself again, like scrolling on social media, being triggered by all these things that you see mute people, they don't have to know, like you can still follow them. Just like mute it, get it out of your line of sight right now, because that's not going to help you in the long run. And I think that it's so beautiful that the two of you have that ability to sort of serve as that purpose for each other of just like, well, Jenny, like this is the actual reality right now. And maybe you're just not seeing it the same way I am and being able to sort of help each other. I really admire that. And I'm also a little bit jealous, to be honest. <laughs> well, call us. Yeah. We have our numbers now. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> in like in my other business I in marketing in the marketing world because you have marketers who are always like oh I'm my clients just made 20 million dollars yeah well yeah so like I definitely get that when I'm by myself which is every day yeah (laughs) (laughs) well and I think too you'll come like Jenny and I could like sit and brainstorm all these ideas okay this is great idea next day someone just posted it and it's like oh man like you know it's so hard to stay original and fresh and be quiet about it because it takes weeks to actually launch something so then it's like ah dang like we just put so much work into that like does it look weird if we launch it too like like and then you get all in your head and it's like no you already were focused on this just keep going and don't look back for sure and I think an important point on that note too is to always remember that regardless of whatever it is you're working on, like as rude as it sounds, no one ever cares about it as much as you do. So like, if if I'm doing this thing and then you guys do something similar, no one's probably going to notice because there isn't someone sitting there like closely watching both of us (laughs) to be like, well, actually Danielle just did the exact same thing they did. You know, like we live in our bubble and we think that like everyone's obsessed with us. And that like, quite frankly, that's just not the reality. So I think remembering that sometimes too sort of eases the pressure a little bit. 
And when you're working in the same field, you're inspired by a lot of the same things. So you're going to, your creative ideas are going to be similar, but there's always an original source behind it somehow. For sure. And I think that's the beauty with like social media in general now is that it's created this space where we can gain inspiration from other people. And it doesn't always have to be viewed as like this negative space where we all go to compare ourselves to other people. It's like, yeah. I can see you succeeding and then take that as like, okay, well, if it's possible for them, it's possible for me too. Right. So sort of spinning it, I think in that way is helpful. Yeah. I would be curious to know what kind of advice you have for anyone who is maybe in sort of like the beginning stages of some sort of business passion project, whatever that is for them, but they're a little bit hesitant to sort of take those steps forward to get it started because I'm sure you didn't just like wake up one day, like, okay, today's the day I'm going to go do it. So I would love to hear your advice on sort of what, what that looked like and maybe what they could do to find the motivation to get started. I would say like, sometimes I feel like people get really hung up on things that don't necessarily matter right off the bat, but you think matters so much like a business name or, you know, you're launching a social media account or getting a website up and running and And really like what matters the most is your story and what you want to put out there into the world and like the strategy behind it, what that plan is like, Hey, I really want to do this. And maybe in, you know, three months from now, my goal is this and in a year and in five years and maybe like not 10 years because things change so much. So having like a loose idea of what those goals that you want to hit are, what you want to put out into the world and the story that you want to develop behind it, I think is really important. And maybe more so than the logo and the brand color palette and all of those things that you think are so important right off the bat. Like I obsessed about my name for like months. And while I was obsessing about the name, I wasn't thinking about like my business plan. So I'd say, and I think that can also translate to, you know, what anything that you want to do, even if it's like fitness and you just, you want to lose 10 pounds, like stop thinking about, you, you know, oh my God, I'm not doing it and I'll do it tomorrow and all these things. Like, just like, what can you do? You know, what's the plan look like? What's, what's tomorrow look like for you? Is it 15 minutes of exercising? And I'm saying this because I'm getting back into exercising after not doing it for like a year. So but right I need now, the I'm- perfect sports bra to get started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just need like 10 minutes and then you need 20 and then you need 30 and then you need an hour. You know what I mean? So it's like just those baby steps and, and then actually doing it and staying consistent. So that's a lot but that's, that's my answer. I 100% agree. And I really appreciate this idea of story because I'm always advocating for people to really connect with, you know, that motivating force. Like, why is it that you want to get back into fitness? Why is it that you want to start the business? Why is it that you want to turn, like open this blog on the internet? What is it that is going to, when things maybe aren't gaining momentum, you're not losing weight as quickly as you wanted, or you're not gaining a hundred followers a day, like you thought you would, what's going to be that thing that keeps you working towards what that bigger story was? Because I think that if we lose sight of that, we're more likely to give up before that thing that we're creating even has a chance to take off. Right. And I don't know if there's been a point maybe in 
the creation of your business that you've experienced that where you're like, okay, we have this really awesome idea, you know, it's going to be the thing. And then it's like, just kidding. It definitely didn't go the way I thought because I've been there. So pretty much every other month. (laughs) I'm like, Jenny, blah, blah, blah. Like I have the best idea. I've like, I, you know, get my hands going. I make this visual story. And Jenny's like, Mm-hmm, that's really nice. Um, can you put it in writing and create a business plan? And I was like, oh, <laughs> so I think that's great too, is like you start focusing your energy somewhere else because something isn't working. So it's like, okay, well, no, 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 I'll do this instead. And it's like, okay, well, you're just going to end up in the same spot you were just in. So why don't you just fix what you already are working on and not distract yourself? And it's like, okay, okay, fine. But I like, honestly, if we didn't have each other, we, I don't know, (laughs) I'd be, I don't know where I'd be. I don't know where I'd be. (laughs) It can be really hard though, to be able to pull yourself out of that. Just like you said, like the thing with distractions, like I really resonate with that because if I'm working on something and then something goes wrong, I'm like, you know what? Forget about this project. We're on to the next one. And then I end up like six months down the road with all these like half finished ideas where it's just like. Danielle, like, why didn't you just take the extra day it would have to figure (laughs) out what this issue was, you know, just to know that like, I'm not the only one dealing with that. If you're listening to this podcast and you're experiencing that, you're also not the only one. So I think there's sort of like solace in the fact that we're all struggling together. Yeah. Well, especially with the pandemic, it's like, you're only allowed to do so much. So it's like, okay, I'm going to stay in this box, but like, what can I do? (laughs) And the anticipation of like, and I'm sure with your physical space, you have experienced this as well of like, okay, I want to make all these plans for, you know, when things start to open, it's going to look like this, but then it's like, well, we don't really actually know what it's going to look like. So I'm just kind of playing pretend with myself, which is awesome. Like probably the first time in my life where I have no idea what next year looks like. Usually I have like everything controlled. I know I got my plans and now I'm like, I don't even know (laughs) like what the next year looks like. For sure. And I I think I know for me, at least I've also reached this point where I like don't really care as much as I think I would have two years ago when I was like, this is the plan. This is how we're going to do it. Now I'm like, well, whatever happens tomorrow is awesome. Like I'll see you there. (laughs) 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 As I like painfully cry a tear out of my eye while I'm laughing. Like it's funny, but it also is. It's scary. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I forget what I was going to (laughs) say. I'm crying. (laughs) It's hard though, because it's like, it's like, that's it though. Like every day it's just like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And then when I sit and I think about it, I'm like, is it fine though? I don't know. And we're like, on the brink of reopening and everything like kind of, I, I don't even want to say this, like going back to normal, but is it, is it going to be normal? I don't know. And I think like every time before then it's like, okay, this is it. And then it's like, no, this isn't. So Mm-mm. definitely like I've experienced the same over the past. I don't even know how long it's been now, but it's just like, I'll just sit here and twiddle my thumbs. till someone tells me what I can do. There's almost like comfort. I think though, in knowing that as small business owners, we're all living sort of the same experience, even though it's like incredibly challenging, frustrating at times. You're just like, why did I want to be an entrepreneur? I think that knowing again, that you're not alone in that experience, at least for me, 
has provided like a little bit of comfort in the experience because I have people that I can call to be like, this really sucks. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I'm sure you two have sort of found that like importance of leaning on each other in that experience. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how busy we are offline or online that when we're offline, I, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> like when the store opens back up. Yeah. And we have pop-ups and we have a store and we have like an entire, like full schedule just with an e-commerce that it's like, okay, <laughs> this is, this is going to be quick. <laughs> so what do you, what do you think that's going to look like? What are your plans for when slash if things get to start to open again? We want to host an, an outdoor event which would be great with vendors who can like sell their own stuff and talk about their products and people can see them in person and learn about them like one-to-one with the vendor which I think is would be amazing Mm -hmm. I think more in-person markets is a focus it's always been a focus and um, obviously they had to shut down so we haven't had a proper oh my god have we not had a proper market we didn't have any last summer did we so we haven't had a proper market in like a long time. So there's there's one big one happening this summer in August. Um, we're opening the store on weekends again and then doing our first Friday pop-ups again. So like there's things happening. And then I think like for us getting into the marketplace nationally. So seeing what kind of vendor events we can get into um, across Canada and hooking up ambassadors in each city and, and the members that we have from across Canada have access to those. Cause right now it's just our Ontario. Like if you live close to us, you can come, but we don't have anything to offer people who live in Alberta or BC or anything like that. So I think, um, that's what I, our in-person looks like separate to the e-commerce side. So yeah, that's awesome. awesome. And I love that. And I'm very hopeful that time will allow us to, you know, sort of create this environment where big visions that people have such as that are able to come to fruition because the waiting game gets old and it got old a long time ago and I'm ready for it to be over. So I love that you're still like, even amidst all of the uncertainty and the unknown, it's so important, I think, to hold on to that vision of like, okay, but this is the thing again, coming back to this idea of like, why am I creating what I'm creating? What is that story? I think it's so beautiful that you still have that sort of bigger picture that you're holding on to. So I do commend you for that because obviously this time has been very challenging for all of us and um, it can be easy to lose sight of like, okay, why is it that we're doing what we're doing and what is it that we're trying to create? So I really admire that. Well, I think too, like we have almost a hundred vendors under our umbrella now. And it's like, even talking to them, it's like you, you go in a, a, like a little bit of a low and you talk to them and they're like in a low and then you start being like, Hey, let's get out of this. Let's talk about something fun and like what we're going to do. And then it's like, Oh, my energy is way back up from like zero to hero, like just chatting with them. And they're like, me too. I feel I'm going to go create something. And it's like, ah, good, 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 good. Like if we didn't have them either, like between Jenny and I, I'm sure eventually we'd be like, okay, like, you know, and then Jen's got her marketing team and I've got like all the girls that come in here and it's like, obviously we social distance, but it's like, we bounce off each other and that energy is required to keep going. Yeah. Like fostering this sort of incubator where you can make that energy happen. That's incredible. 
I'd love to hear sort of like last pieces of parting advice for anyone who is, you know, trying to do the thing. Don't plan for anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's the lesson we've learned. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. Like Jen and I never plan to be where we are right now either. So you got to kind of let, I want to say the universe, but the universe kind of like shows you and guides you all the time. And then if you have to fight for something, then probably it's not working for you. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That if something doesn't feel like it's working, I mean, there to a certain point, like, yes, update your strategy. Yes, tweak it and change it to see if you can fix it. But if you've been obsessing about something that's not working for so long, like it's time to let go and being okay with like letting go and being okay with making the adjustments that you don't, you didn't necessarily think that you were going to have to make, like being fluid with your your business, I think is important um, and shifting when necessary. Yeah, for sure. Understanding. And that again, translates to anything in life, understanding the process of surrender and trusting that okay, this thing worked for me for a time and it's okay for me to let it go and trust that something better is coming in my business, my work, my relationships, whatever that looks like. It's okay to change your mind, let things go and understand that it didn't work, but that doesn't reflect on me as a person, right? This thing that I'm creating was a failure, whatever. I don't really believe in failure. I think it's just this opportunity for the next thing to come, right? So definitely, I got it. Yeah. Failure is a learning. It's not failure. It's just a learning. It's, for sure. It is. Yeah. And even if it worked for a bit, it did work at one point, you know? Mm-hmm. So something to take forward with you for the next time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time, ladies. I appreciate you coming on here and chatting with me, sharing a little bit about your story. Hopefully we get to meet in person. Yeah. It's so fun. So oftentimes I end up interviewing people from a lot of people from California. So I'm like always excited when I get to meet people from Canada, especially when you're also from Ontario, because I'm like, this is real life. You're real people. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. And well, we will talk again soon. Thanks again for coming on and I will see you on the internet. Bye. Thank you. So in all of the excitement of the interview, I forgot to ask the ladies where you could find them on the internet. So like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you open Instagram, go to thegirlgang.ca, you will be able to connect with them there. They also have a really great TikTok page and obviously an e-commerce website. So all of those things will be linked in the description of this episode. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. And I am so grateful that you have chosen to tune in again this week. So I will see you in the next one. Until then, take care, comb your hair, love you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes go live. Make sure to rate and review this podcast and be sure to share it with your friends. I'll talk with you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Love you so much.